Okay, so Hoof Hearted Podcast, episode one of 2021. It's been a while since the last one. How are we getting on, boys? Very good. Very good. Fucking awful. Shock. Petty, rant away. <laughs> well, no, look, obviously, look, our big, massive fans, you know, our 30 listeners are a week have been devastated that we've been missing, but, you know, I broke the news on Twitter to the one and a half thousand followers we've got, but, you know, actually to the, the 15 people that actually see the tweets, um, managed to get COVID, managed to spread it to the family, two weeks off, spent another week, you know, catching up, nonsense, sad last week, wee bit of a scare, he's all good now though, happy days, and then... I mean, I don't want to go into a rant specifically about the game week, but I'm quite happy to because I'm just, do you know? Oh, I, just, I don't even really know where to begin. It wasn't just my transfers, it was my captain choice, it was my bench options, it's what my team looks like next week. It was just an absolute, it's not even finished, it's just a cluster of a week. And this is supposed to be the fun thing that, you know, takes me out of full lockdown with two children and a dog and a pain in the ass, et cetera. So. Yeah, I'm fucking miserable, quite frankly. I was thinking all this time off, you would have been like posting massive scores, you had loads of time to perfect your team and all that, but no. There's only so much you can shout overthinking it. No, actually, I played everyone by really straight back. That's, but the, the, all right, if we get stuck into the game week, I'll tell you what I did do. This week, I just decided the Liverpool-Man City game is going to be a really tight, low-scoring game. The main reason I thought that was... Liverpool are off the boil and I think they're going to have to play it super tight and for about until the game exploded whenever the first goal went in it was reasonably tight even though City were you know on top and making the odd chance and I decided even though Sterling's got a terrible record at Anfield they'll play Sterling I didn't fancy Gundogan I thought they might play him either in a weird role which they've done at Anfield before where they've played him like you know chasing the fullback all game or maybe a bit deeper and Jesus was back etc etc what goes and happen? I'm decking myself laughing because Gundogan misses the penalty. Yes, he's on my bench. Get it right round you, everyone. And then City go and explode. Fine. Sterling managed to get, I don't know, I think he got an assist, but I oh know he got a goal. But yeah, Gundogan bags the double. It also eliminates all my clean sheets go because Salah, who I transferred out, scores the penalty. So Diaz, Trent, Robbo, boom, 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 all one point. Although I thought it might well be one point or two points. That didn't fucking even happen because Liverpool got absolutely battered. But the other thing I did, of course, was I played the hipster card, which was what half of our league did. So I brought in Antonio because I had the cash from going from Son. And because Kane was going to be out, I thought, I'll bring in Rashford. That's a wee nice gamble. He's got a nice few games. He's got a nice few couple of fixtures. There's no point in bringing in Son because they're pish about Kane. And then, you know, Rashford finally played all right, but he missed a couple of good chances. And like a few weeks ago, you know, for the double game week, I took out like DCL. I captained Antonio this week. I didn't have Salah. Gundogan's on the bench. I had Kufal and he got a clean sheet, but I put him on the bench. Like literally, I've probably given up 50 points just by being, like you say, I had all that time, maybe overthinking, but it was just inept, terrible decision making. I don't Fraser's know why anyone likes Five week to it. Rashford experiment, not tell you something that he was push. But the moment he transferred him out, I was like, right, fucking red alert. Here we go, boys. Fraser right. always times this well. Sell low, buy high. I thought, here we go. Rashford's going to... Do you know when I watched the game and I know exactly the pain Fraser must have been going through? He gets us so many good positions and his assist was great for the Cavani goal, but oh my God. And I almost Bloody captained him. I was so close, like goal on assist. I think he's going to do... I think it'll be an open game against Lover, um, Everton. Anyway, that, that's my rant over. Just terrible, terrible game week. 
Did anybody feel like Perry was needing to get that out for the past like three or four weeks? Yes. Right, anyway, Fraser, you're going to get us on with Yeah, so we might as well look forward to the fun that's coming up. We have got double game weeks in 24, 25, 26, 27, maybe 28, and a blank in 29. So this is probably, we're two-thirds of the way through the season, this is probably going to be the make-it-or-break-it challenges for winning our league, but also making gains. So I suppose we probably want to talk about what are our chip strategies going forward. Now, weirdly, the four of us, none of us have the same chips. So, Peddy, you've got wildcard and bench boost. I've got wildcard and triple captain. Ed's got wildcard, bench boost and free hit. And Karen has the full house. So, I imagine between the four of us, there are going to be pretty different strategies. I, at the moment, I'm looking at potentially triple captaining either this week, next week, or 26, one of them. Don't know who. I'll have to look at it. I suppose the FA Cup will decide 26. And then hoping to hold out to wildcard in game week 30 once the blank is out of the way and use my transfers to get me to the blank. How about you guys? How are you wanting to line up or what do you think the optimal strategy are for your chips? What I've got, I've, I've, I'd always kind of thought 26 was going to be a bigger double game week than 19 so my bench boost was always kept for 26. So I'm going to wildcard 25, even though I probably don't really kind of feel I need to, but I need to strengthen my bench and there's just too much to do transfer-wise. So yeah, wildcard 25, bench boost 26. I still not decided if I'm going to free hit 29. Uh, the plan initially was going to be to free hit for the previous double game week, but I managed to do all right with transfers. But there's only going to be probably four, looks like four games in 29. I can cover them a wee bit later, but they're not the most appetising the game, so I'm not expecting everybody to make a huge amount of points, so I don't know if my free hit's actually worth it. So I've still got a free hit to play with and a triple captain for some other double game week. What are you thinking about your free hit? Because I was just assuming that you were saving it for, I don't know, the 30-point gain or the 20-point gain you might get from the, the awful game week, but it doesn't sound like you're going to use it then. Are you going to maybe use it like, I don't know, last game of the season or something like that when things... Possibly, sometimes. Looking at the looking at 29, it looks like we're probably going to end up with West Ham Arsenal, Brighton Newcastle, Everton West Brom and Leeds Fulham for the 29 fixtures. Out of them, mm. none of them are really big hitters in terms of points. So even if between 26 and 29, you made a couple of transfers and you got a couple of guys in your team. Okay, I've got a few West Ham guys in just now. But no, and I've got Bamford for Leeds, but I'm not not overly fast, none, like Newcastle, Brighton, none of them are going to rack up massive yeah. double-digit hauls. So, I think the, yeah. main thing, the main thing is though, how different that is from the sort of template players, because if no one has, has those players, then obviously they, they're, firstly they're going to be able to put a squad out, but secondly, there's going to be a lot of sort of differential potential picks there. Yeah, but yeah, someone like West Ham Arsenal, I can see them both just totally cancelling each other out. West Ham are pretty yeah, pragmatic in defence. Arsenal really aren't great going forward. That's probably going to be pretty <clears> low scoring. Brighton, Newcastle, anybody's guess, but yeah, probably not a high scoring game. Everton, West Brom. Everton, if they click, could put a few past because West Brom are awful. But... And then Leeds, Fulham. Okay, these aren't confirmed. It's just the, the likely outcomes of the FA Cup games. But 
leads yeah. on the day. Yeah, score a couple, but Fulham have tightened up a wee bit. But yeah, I'll see. It's still handy to have the chips to play with, but I need to make some gains. And what double game week do you think for your triple captain? Because obviously we've got this coming week, the following well, no, week. This week we've got a double game week is Burnley have got Palace and Fulham and Fulham have got Everton and Burnley. No, no fancy in that. Southampton and Leeds have got doubles in 25. Southampton, uh, Southampton one of theirs, is, they've got Chelsea and Leeds and then Leeds have got Fulham and Southampton. I'm not really fancying the Southampton guys. You could possibly make a case for Bamford, but Southampton, mm-hmm. okay, they ship nine, but I, don't know, I, I think I want to be triple captain, a big hitter at some point. Uh, I'll see if what see what else comes up, because City have still got a couple of double games to go. So we'll see. Ed, you've also got... Oh. Sorry, I was just going to say, Bamford's an interesting one, because he's uh, he feels like a wee bit of a I don't know, it's like picking a lucky game week rather than a good game week because, well, I mean, home to Fulham is a good fixture and he returned a, a bucket load of points, but away to Villa where he got the hat-trick, Villa have been really solid this season and that seemed like a bit, not an anomaly, but then even, was it two game weeks ago where he got the, the goal and two assists against Leicester, another tough fixture on paper. But then it's like Ed said, Ed, like the reason everyone's got Bamford isn't just because he gets points, but He's, he's the centre forward for a good attacking team and he does look like he can go absolutely mad. It's just, I know what you mean, it's it's so tough to sort of pick a bit of a fixture. I don't know, I think that's one of the things actually that's been particularly tricky this week because I normally do, just on captains, and I tweeted about it, I've basically blanked, apart from maybe one assist, I've, I've blanked the last four captains picking a massive, obvious big hitter at home and a good fixture. And then I just brought in Antonio thinking, oh wait, Fulham feels like a bit of a goal fest. Fulham have to start getting wins rather than playing well and picking up the odd point. And I should have just followed my process and captain Bruno. So I don't know. It does feel maybe a bit more like if you're going to triple captain, I don't know. I, I think back to old seasons and I think, you know, if you've got a if you've got a last game of the season and you've got, say, just for argument's sake, Liverpool are, they have a bit more of a rocky patch and they're in fourth. And the last game of the season, they have to win. Crystal you know, Palace then maybe you just think, Exactly. Then you think, well, fuck it, just punt it on Salah. They've got to win. Um, I last game of the season is always pretty good for using something like a free hit when, yeah, nobody really gives yeah. a shit anymore and it's just goals galore. But, Mark, we'll see. Anyway, Petty, Eddie, what are you guys doing? Yeah, because yeah, you've still got your free hit as well. Are you obvious yeah. twenty nine? Yeah, I obviously because the the double is basically the reverse of the what the blank will be. Um, it sort of makes sense that if you stack your team with whoever gets through or doesn't get through in the FA Cup for 26, then you're obviously not going to have very many players left for 29. Um, there are some fixture swings sort of around game week 29 time, but broadly, I'm not, um, I'm not, I'm not even looking at it until we find out these FA Cup results because, yeah, there's, there's, there's no point um, as far as knowing what teams are going to have doubles. Like you know, Brighton could have a nice double. There's a few few other teams it is yeah that, that that's going to be my strategy regardless of what happens in the FA Cup though because I think there's this other blank in game week 33 but just purely by the nature of um that being further away and having more time to to you know transfer towards it and that sort of thing is is going to make more sense and yeah it's I don't have a massive moan either but I'm basically the same as Peddy like I've for the last five or six weeks I've been bobbing between well I was at 200k and I was sort of on the up and then 
been bobbing between sort of 200k and 400k for the last five weeks and that's almost entirely off the back of not hitting captain along with um a little bit of not having James Justin, like having like a Liverpool defender when everyone else has James Justin and having not Martinez when everyone else has Martinez. And that's basically probably the, maybe the main difference between why Peddy's now ahead of me. It's um, not having Martinez, but yeah. And then just going back a, a bit further, like I think it's one thing was the bench boost and it obviously was crazy around that time, but um, yeah, I triple captain that week and hit Salah and only got 12. So well, that wasn't ideal. And then obviously people that bench boosted brought in people like Stuchek and it's obviously they didn't do great on bench boost, but he's probably, you know, he's made quite a stack of points since then. So I think on the whole, the people that bench boosted in that week have done really well out of it. And I'm, yeah, we'll see what happens with the fixtures in 26, but I'm maybe not quite as confident as going to be so many slam dunk doubles um, for that week. Because I mean, did West Ham end up keeping two clean sheets? Maybe, maybe they kept one, but I think there was some good sort of cheap defenders you could bring in for that. And that's really what you want when you're looking at bench boost. You want to be getting a bunch of sort of four or five players that you can stick on your bench that have a, a really good chance at one clean sheet and ideally two. I yeah. think for 26, it's looking, there's a lot of teams have got a really easy fixture and then a tough one. There's nobody that's got a, no, a nice, a really nice pair like we had in, in 19. I think City is the only team that are the, are, are the slam dunk. Uh, I'm Brighton. Yeah, but then the, the other problem we've got is it, you can't, I mean, even though I brought him in a few weeks and he was a bit of a differential, I was like delighted because I got in Sterling and he's hit a bit of form. But then he just got completely dropped in one game. Um, and there is the terrifying, I mean, everyone had it with City, right? Because they went that game where I think they dropped, was it Stones and Cancelo? Yeah. For maybe Sheffield United at home and Sterling, actually. Um, that was the game that the three boys missed out on. So, yeah, there is a bit of if you go into game week 25 with your wild card and you're thinking, right, Man City have got Arsenal away, but then they're going to get, I think it looks like West Ham at home and Wolves or Southampton, both at home. Brilliant. But if they're three days apart or four days apart and Man City have still got Champions League going on and FA Cup or whatever, then you know, you're not going to get... Are you going to get two Sterling games? Are you going to get two Gundogan games? Are you going to get two Foden games? Are you going to get two Cancelo games? Your best bet is probably Ederson, but then do you want to have six million quid sitting on a goalie? Oh, he's on pens now. <laughs> he should be. So, yeah, I don't know. He's like, it's it's horrible. Because right now, I know... if I look, I've looked back at old pictures on my phone and I've gone, that was the team that I tweeted about. Ah, oh, fuck it. I'm so sick of this game week. I'm going to wildcard into this team. And every week I know I would have had the problem of... Yeah, Justin on the bench or Gundogan on the bench, and I'd have been or Suchek or whoever it was, I'd have been fucking raging. But a bit like Ed said, I'd have a better team generally, and I would probably be okay for the double game week. But now I sort of feel like I have to stick with my strategy and wait until the fixtures are definitive, so I don't absolutely smash myself. But then every, the other thing as well, I guess, is and I don't know what everyone feels about this or what your team looks like. Folk who brought in Pope, and I think Ed, the difference is between me and Ed for about 30 points at the moment. Ed's obviously still got a chip, but it's because I kept Martinez and he went to... Did you go to the Leeds boy first? Really? Yeah, because yeah. he had... He basically... I, that was probably my biggest mistake of the season, hindsight, because it's... Um, I can do this on the postseason wash-up pod, but yeah, it was it was one game. <laughs> I think I even had two frees, so it's like, I'm just guaranteed at least two points for bringing Melier in. And Martinez had like a good run of five fixtures, sort of... A couple of games after that, and I think he basically cleaned in all of those five fixtures. And since then, I mean, in yeah. some games he has, you know, made mistakes and they've let in like three goals. But in other games he's been 
it's similar to how Burnley, like lots of shots outside the box, picking up the save points. And then if he does keep it clean, it's, you know, he's getting the bonus as well. It's always like double figures. We both um, dropped Martinez the same week because he had a one week where he was blank because of COVID and we both dropped him for Melly. Mm. But yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm the same as yourself. Been I mean, Melly is a, not having Martinez since. We'll see what happens with this game tonight. But Melly is a bit similar. He's, he's obviously not as good, but it's, he, you know, racks up a quite lot of saves. And if Leeds ever keep a clean sheet, he does does really well but they're just like nowhere near keeping make clean sheets as Villa but I wouldn't be surprised if I when I finally bring Martinez back in if Villa then reverts the form they were actually showing when I had Martinez so I'm in the problem at the moment I bench boosted in what in 19 and since Mm. then I have had 15 playing players so you and you just fucking hell it's like it's trying to get rid of some people but you guys are all going to probably wildcard in 25, bench boost 26, all with the chip. Mm-hmm. Are you worried that you've then got 12 weeks to potentially last to the end of the season with 15 playing players? No. no. Well, two reasons, no. Number one, I've got to use my bench boost and the best way to do that is on the big double game week. So I get to use that chip, or both chips and hopefully maximise points, which I'm sort of thinking... Previous wildcard was okay. Free hit was bog standards. Triple captain was a big fail. I sort of feel like if you just trust the process, that old chat, you're going to invariably do better than people who don't maximise their chips or use them at the sort of optimal point. You can't keep, you know, it's like poker. You can't keep getting it in ways, king, and losing every single time when you're up against, I don't know, a pair of tens. But I mean, I'm looking at that and I'm thinking, well, by the time I get to 26, there's only so many game weeks left and everyone sort of plays the game slightly similar bar three or four players that tend to change. Might as well go for it rather than do something else because what else am I going to... How else am I going to use it, you know? I think my thinking is with with the game week 19, we knew what the blanks and doubles were going to be for ages and ages beforehand. We're still... What we're just after game week 23 and we still don't know what the games are going to be double for game week 26 so it's not as if you've got loads of time where you can transfer into it you've only got really maybe two weeks notice unless you're going to take i don't know someone someone mad like a minus 12. That. <laughs> that that's an that's an argument to wild card though right yeah so yeah i'm i'm thinking okay it's a lot 12 weeks is a long time after it but yeah, like Perry said, you've got to use your wild card at some point, and if you if you're going to make a decent go and use your bench boost, you kind of have to. Yeah, and also we're not going to be wild carding in guys we think are just good for the double game week, and that's it. Like you're going to be probably picking guys you're quite happy rocking for a while. I mean, if you if you decided to wild card like this week, say you'd probably you'd probably go in pretty hard on um, Everton, but. And, you know, I'm looking at my team with no Everton players and I'm thinking, well, do I rip up my team and do it? And the, and the hope that you can ride them through a few kind of cluster of game weeks and then hopefully they do get the double. You know, maybe it's a reasonable strategy, but then at the same time, I only have to fade them two weeks and I don't think anyone in our league's got like triple Everton. And I mean, like, like Ed was saying with the overall ranking... My brain has completely fell out in terms of thinking about a big overall ranking. Obviously, you're trying to get as high as you can, but I'm not. This isn't a season that I'm getting a top 10k. I just, I just can't see it happening. There's too many people that are on Twitter. There's too many people that use all the resources. It's bunching up a bit. So all I'm really thinking about is our league and how to 
try and get ahead. And so, I mean, of the four of us, like, you know, Ed's probably sitting there thinking he can make a bit of a run at it if he lands his free hit and gets a bit of a beast. And you guys are probably aiming for what? Top 10, top eight, maybe a cup run? Top 20, boys, top 20. <laughs> I'm still yeah. aiming for top 10 gay. I mean, it's, it's just, as I say, the progress has stalled dramatically the last few weeks. I was making steady progress before that, but yeah, you're I right think... about the 10k being 10k like five seasons ago was much easier than it is now. Like the equivalent is probably like top 50k now, but then yeah, there are plenty of good yeah. managers that are in and around there at the moment. Yeah, I think my, my terrible start to the season, the first sort of 10 games of the season just completely killed me. But yeah, now it's just any sort of damage limitation I could do. If I can get top 10 in our league, I'd be quite happy. But I'm thinking there's a lot of folk, a lot of your casuals earlier in the season that have just burnt chips left, right and centre. So I'm hoping that with a decent planned wild card and double game week bench boost mm. that I can jump a lot of the casuals. And I'm not saying I'm going to get anywhere near 10k, but if, I don't know, say comfortable in even like 50k I think I'd be quite happy given how crap my season was to start with so in terms of the wild card we obviously don't know because we don't know the fixtures yet so the who is probably very difficult to say who but have you got any mm. idea about what kind of structure you want to your team are you are you wanting the premium forward premium midfield or are you looking at three strikers or how 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 are you guys looking at playing that I think there's a lot of the big hitters, like your big premium midfielders, haven't all been firing at the same time. Like Salah's kind of gone off the boil. Bruno's been kind of in waves. You've got Gundahan's now a, a must-have at five and a half. So He's six now. Is he? Okay. <laughs> was, five, eight, five, nine, something like that. But yeah, so there's not all your big hitters. Kev's probably not going to be back, or he might just be back, but do they need him these days? So yeah, there's there's a lot more options out there from your kind of your lower price bracket guys. So I can I think you can easily spread it over fifteen. You definitely can. I'm more worried about who I'm going to drop, and that biting me in the ass because I've got the sort of template midfield I'd say of Salah, Fernandez, Gundogan, Son, and Grealish, and like basically regardless of fixture, I don't really want to drop any of them. And then to when we're talking about bench boosting, to squeeze in the sort of um, you know, players that you would want, the the sort of punty players, whether it's your, your Rafinha's or your Minamino's or whoever it is in in 26, um, you know, I could maybe stretch to drop in one of those guys, but I think it's going to be tough to to rip two out. Like, I think Fernandez, Son, Gundogan are pretty much locking my team. And then, yeah, then it comes down to, can you afford to have Salah and, you know, potentially Kane as well? Or do you you know, make that sacrifice. And it's similar with the strikers. Like, I don't have the lineup, the dream lineup at the moment, but, you know, I've got DCL who, who will go out after Everton's double game weeks because their fixtures turn. Bamford, who obviously has the double in 25, and Antonio, who might not have any doubles, has okay-ish fixtures, but is is Antonio. And then you've got the other the other boys like Watkins and um, I'm not mentioned Ings, you know, there's, um, and then Kane, it's, there's, there's quite a lot of strikers there as well. So it's, I, I think what, regardless of what happens, even after this um, wildcard and bench boost, I'm going to have in the same issue I've got at the moment as far as having eight attackers and not really knowing who to, to bench. And that sort of goes back to right. Well, in that case, surely you should, you know, go for the four big hitters or at least put more money into defense. But aside from, you know, Diaz and Stones or Diaz and, 
Cancelo, I don't think there's a, like a lot of super expensive players that you want, particularly with Liverpool's fixtures up until about game week 30. Yeah, I suppose we're just at that point in the season where everyone's got built-in value in their teams and because nobody's having to have Kev, everybody's got loads of cash, so cash just isn't an issue. So you can kind of have it that, like your team that bit thicker with a bit of, bit of bench depth. I, I mean, I am finding that I am short for cash as far as I, I can't build a good bench boost team. I, I could build an all right 11, and this is where I might fall down against people that don't have bench boost, but I don't feel like I can get Son Fernandez, Kane, and Salah in the same team and have have the depth across on top of that. And that's partly because I probably want Ings as well. And and the the, the counter argument to that is that I like all the around six six point five million strikers, and you know I've, I'm I'm only going to have one of them max at least for my my wildcard team rather than potentially three. Like I've got no issue with having three cheapy strikers and not having Kane, but it looks like Tottenham at some point are going to have a massive double game week. So it feels like too much of a risk to go without Kane and Son, or at least it's quite a big, yeah, more the other thing in that people might not be able to get them both in if they're not sort of wildcarding and all the rest of it. Yeah, because there's a rumour that Spurs might even ping a triple game week on 38 if the fixtures go their way. Now, how likely that is, is probably not. And I don't think we've ever seen a triple game week, but that could be one for your triple captain, Karen. That could be. Triple the triple. I think Ed's made a good point there, actually, which is really, it comes down to probably choose between fading one of probably Sal or Kane just because of how expensive there are and the alternatives. I think most people will go with a kind of smattering of I don't know, we're maybe talking 20, 25 players that most people are selecting from, which I guess is normally the case in most game weeks anyway, um, if you could wild card every week. But I think it's, it's going to be really... And I think, actually, I, I don't know. I mean, it, it's, it's maybe different for Ed because Ed's a Liverpool fan. And actually, I spoke to a guy on Twitter about this who was saying, Salah's a terrible pick. His recent form's awful. And I was thinking, he scored three goals in his last three games. Like, how is that awful? That His recent form's actually brilliant. And again, just like Kane and so on, if, if Liverpool score, invariably it's going to be Salah. The tough thing, I guess, is Ed's point, and it's probably the reason I'm going to fade him, is I've had that triple Liverpool for a while thinking that they would probably come good because I got quite excited about Thiago. I, I, I thought they'd be okay with a makeshift defence, um, and that's just not worked out. So there's a part of me that wants to just jump ship because I feel like I've been burnt a wee bit. And then probably, then- yeah, go to the Kane Son and then... Maybe, maybe do something creative where you decide to get your double city, say, or your triple city. Sorry, it might be one defender, Foden and Gundogan, and then suddenly you've got fucking loads of cash. Well, then not just to sort of bait you here, but it's now not the time to keep your Liverpool guys. Now that they've actually got some centre halves. Well, this is the problem. Yes and no. So yes, but then it's not like Robertson and Trent are say six or six and a half. Like they're seven plus. And that extra money on a wild card, like Ed was saying, is is huge. And so it is a bit of a problem where you think, well, there's a guy, one of the guys who he's quite famous in um, Aussie Rules fantasy football. He he won the overall thing twice in a row, which is insane for a game that has half a million players. But he said one of the biggest things is there's no point in picking a premium guy and then rocking him for three weeks, and he blanks every week, and then you dump him. 
you might as well keep him because then when he goes back into form, you've you you're the one who's got him and everyone else has dropped him. But I do sort of feel like I don't know, I've been I I feel like PTSD every time I like watch Liverpool <laughs> play because I'm like, all right, well, they might win, they might do all right. Like that late goal at West Ham was just crushing because it was it's like Ed said, like every week you feel like you're doing okay. And you're like, oh, do you know what? Let's look at like a 65-point game week. This isn't bad. And then you know, all of a sudden it's like, oh, James Justin got 15 points. Oh, Son's just bagged a double. And if you don't have in your team, you're just like head down like, all right, well, I'm moving 2,000 places down, even though I scored 70 points or something like that. Like, it's 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 a horrible feeling. But I, th- but I guess everyone's in the same boat. No one can have no, 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 all no. the best players. So, no. Chris, well, while we're at it, give us the... What's the the thinking with the minus twelve this week? Were you just you were needing the pod to keep back on straight and narrow, and because it wasn't <laughs> happening, you've just gone absolutely hit mad. Proper. Can I tell you? I've been very quiet junkie. about how many hits he's taken, and I thought he'll if, explode at some point. Fifty-two points worth of hits this season. What did he Jesus. say the line was again? It was fifty points. I think. Did you bet on it? Nah, I don't. Well, we'll have to go back and listen to one of the earlier episodes. But I so. It, it was this week, so is this you kind of stacking for 29? Um, no, because no, I haven't got a clue. No, it was uh, say that again. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't know what it was. I just like let's look at my moves. Son, I thought Kane was out, Son was absolutely inept without Kane, so I brought in Bruno. So Bruno was a good move, haven't had him, fade him all season. That was the right move. But I didn't have enough money to do it. So I downgraded, brought in Antonio and Captain Dum. Did I downgrade? I downgraded Trent to Azpilicueta. Right. I downgraded, I changed Watkins to Antonio. Wild. And so on, yeah. Oh, and I brought in Pope for Schmeichel. Because in my head, I was like, do you know what? It's a minus four, but do you know what? It's got four good fixtures. It's a point of fixture. I'll just take five points. Can I just say that was my favourite rationale I've ever heard. I tried to not laugh on our phone call because I was thinking it through in my head and I was like, yeah, but like if you said to someone, oh, I've, just, I've, just spent, uh, I've just spent 1200 on a stripper and you're like, right. But I'm sort of thinking like across the year, that's only 100 quid a month. So actually it's not that expensive if you think about it that way. And I was thinking, yeah, but that, that only works if like Pope sort of does something, fine. You might be okay now because he's got a good double game week. But, yeah, the, I, I, mean, I, I mean, I'm I, mean, i not one to talk. Like, my transfers this week were awful, but... I don't, was your amazing. team was already good. Your team was good. Yeah, the, they're the definition of sideways transfers. I was very happy with my transfer. Took out Robertson, brought in me for a net gain of one point. So, pretty happy with that. Slammed it. I am, um, yeah. So, this week, genuinely... At the moment, it's between Pope and Stones for my captain. That is how excited wow. I'm going. And oh, wait, do you not have do you do you not have Gundogan in midfield? No, no, no. no. I wouldn't not. captain Stones because it is rotation. Though. Yeah, that's that's that was my thought. Was he, he, rest- he, he played twice in the last double, but Laporte wasn't wasn't back, and I thought and even once Laporte's back, he's not going to play. But it looks like he is. So it, it'll Fraser, be interesting to see who plays. Can I ask so. you a question about? Who you're ben- Tell me who you're benching this week. That that's quite interesting because you've got already got your 15 good players, right? Yeah. So talk me through the players and their fixtures that you currently have on your bench. Wait, Fred, did you not just say you brought in Bruno and he's away to West West Brom? Yeah. Is he no uh, captain consideration? 
He is, but when Pope saves two penalties, I definitely want to get those points. <laughs> That's right, okay. positive thinking. Now, the reason I ask about the bench is that suddenly I've got a bench issue because... So my bench is pretty so... strong. In fact, my bench is possibly... It's four starters in most teams. So Martinez on my bench in goals, but that's because I've okay. got Pope in a double game week. Right. Fine. Away to Brighton, but yeah. Okay, Sub fine. one. Eddie, yeah. when you want to bring him in, give me a shout. Danny Ings. So I've got Danny Ings, who is at home to Wolves. He is sub one at the moment. Go and tell me who, right, before you go ahead, tell me who your two strikers are and who your last midfield spot is. Bamford, so Antonio, we can compare. Bamford, Antonio and Lukman. Bamford, Antonio, Lukman. You should start Ings over Bamford. Bamford's away. Yeah, but he's away at Arsenal. So I'll go through my team at the moment. So I've got Pope and goals. Right. I've got Azpilicueta, Kufal, Rudiger and Stones at the back. Right. Fernandez, Lukman, Salah and Bernardo Silva in midfield. Right. Uh, Bamford and Antonio up top. My bench is Martinez, Ings. Fine. Yeah. Madison and Robertson. Madison, Madison at home at Liverpool and Robertson away at Leicester. Yeah, you play, don't play four at the back either. Right, wait, who's your four again? Right, Kufal's got Sheffield United at home. Yeah, Sheffield United. Who else he got? Newcastle oh, at home. Right, okay, right, fine. Yeah, no Wilson either. Right. Yeah, I could probably. Do you know what? I could just ping out Azpilicueta and fire in Ings, and then have the three up top play three four three, but. Well, can I tell you who I've got on my bench and whether you agree? I've currently got um, Bamford away at Arsenal and Kufal home to Sheffield United, which is terrifying me. But I'm looking at Kufal and I'm thinking I've got Diaz, Robertson and Trent. And I I watched I watched quite a lot of the... Was it Leicester Wolves? And it was 0-0. And Vardy came off the bench and had a wee half chance. And... Probably should have scored, but I, I just can't. I think I feel like Kufal has a better floor, but I feel like Robertson and Trent have a higher ceiling, and so I'm not. I'm sort of loathed to move either of them for Kufal, who doesn't inspire me with a huge amount of cause. In normal times, Liverpool as good as do Liverpool. really well against Leicester. Well, I thought that as well, right? And I'm obviously not dropping Diaz, and then my midfield's going to be. Rashford, Bruno, Sterling, Gundogan, Grealish, captain currently on Sterling. But I don't know. Like you're like this is one of the problems I thought I would I, I wouldn't necessarily have. But then Gundogan's that cheap. It makes you makes it quite easy to get a couple of decent guys for the bet. Oh, it's just it's driving me nuts. I'm already annoyed, and I don't even know. I'm, I'm pretty happy with that. Is moment. anyone making any transfers this week? Yeah, I'm going to bring in Pope probably. <laughs> Yes! <laughs> I can't dump me. Martinez God almighty I assume Karen will be making at least a transfer give with wildcarding next week game week Well I've got me but I think the, I saw a wee bit of the Burnley Brighton game and one's definitely enough for me I'm not doubling up with them uh, I don't know I'm going be Saka made way for Lukman this week that was my transfer I wanted to roll it but Arsenal as good as Saka has looked, he literally has looked in the first half hour, 45 minutes of games, like scoring 20 points. Mm. And then you have to check if he's actually came back out for the second half. Sorry, you brought in Lookman? Yep. Legend. For Saka. I don't understand it. For the next game week. For this game week, Everton and Burnley. Boom. 
Obviously. Uh, you know, I've got the exact this. money to go Martinez to Pope. I hadn't even realised that. That's that's terrifyingly tempting. Especially considering I've got no Everton and no Burnley. So the only... Who's the, who's the other double? Is that it, actually? Is there a wee... Uh, City. City and... Fulham. There must be a fourth team, Fulham. I'm not getting Fulham boys in. I mean, I like Lukman, don't get me wrong. He's absolutely amazing, but... I don't know. Is that a good move? Martinez to Pope? I haven't even given that too much thought. I can't, how can I drop Martinez, man? Pope's be literally scored, like, conceded three, conceded... No, conceded two, conceded two, conceded two, conceded one. Yeah, but they are on a great run of form. They have had quite mm. difficult fixtures, but for me, after your three City boys, you want DCL and you want Pope. There you Eddie, are you on the Burnley bus already? No, do you know, I can't... Not only do I not like them as a fantasy asset, mainly because I had Chris Wood for a few weeks, I, I, I loathe them. They're my least favourite team I've ever watched in the Premier League. They drive me mental. I don't think I'm getting on that bus. I might actually philosophically stay off the bus just to... Martinez away at Brighton. That sort of already ha- has a feel of a 16-point game with you know a penalty save and a clean sheet and nine saves. I'm not rocking a transfer for that. I think the only reason I would do it is if in some weird roundabout way it meant I could bring in DCL, but I'd have to do something creative to bring in DCL, and I don't want to do that right now. I could maybe I could maybe take a minus eight and do something, but I don't know. I don't like that city away fixture for um for DCL. Oh no, it's at home, isn't it? Oh, I don't know. This is a good thing about like wildcarding in 25. Like, can, can bookend your team now, basically. So, obviously, I wouldn't bring in Burnley players otherwise because their fixtures aren't very good afterwards, but it's fine. The other thing we've not spoken about is that, fair enough, we don't know what's happening in 26, but I think it's slightly awkward um, with Leeds and Southampton. Uh, mm. I mean, it's possible that Southampton also get a double game week in 26, in which case, you know, it's easy to start with three of them in your wildcard team, but Leeds don't, and then you're you're rolling transfers there and there's probably other players that you want to to bring in. So yeah. Um. yeah. I if you've I with that Leeds and Southampton have the double in twenty five, where it's whether when you're doing your wild card you include them for twenty five and then transfer them out. Yeah, but oh. it's just having only just have one transfer is the is the problem. Yeah, because yeah, so when you're looking at Southampton, I've got Chelsea at home, Leeds away, and then potentially away at Everton and away at Spurs, depending on how the fixtures go. And then potentially could be away at Sheffield United and away at Man City in 27. So Southampton conceivably could have three doubles on the bounce, but it's Chelsea and four or five away games with Leeds, Everton, Spurs, Sheffield United and Man City. Yeah, I mean, but I'm not so worried about that if you're picking two of their attackers and... You know, yeah, yeah, no, no, you've, you've got Ings and Armstrong or something like that. Or... Just don't take Bednarek and you're grand. <laughs> they, I think their defense should be better. Like, what they they should have most of. I don't know exactly when Walker Peters is back, but Vestergaard's back, so should be a change in that. I know a lot of people have been talking about whether or not McCarthy's going to get dropped. I mean, that as I start the season, McCarthy was worried he's going to get dropped. And people would be. They you know, should be better than a nine, a nine nil. I, I hope so. Well, that's playing. We're playing with nine men. <laughs> but I, the, the other thing about that is, so yeah, I'm obviously not going to stack my team with three leads and three. Southampton, you know, assuming that Southampton don't have like a ridiculous run of doubles after that. 
because they're not all going to play because I've got like amazing single game week players. So for because I'm bench boosting in 26, that's when the bench players are a key. That's when you know you want to find the the team that has the best sort of defensive cheapo assets and start your bench with them then. Praise like you obviously bench boosted in. In, in 19, have you quite enjoyed having the strength of the bench recently, or has it just been more of a pain in the backside? I don't think it's made a difference. I've had points on my bench and nothing. Yes, yeah, it's, it's been annoying, but fucking any, any gains I make by having somebody on the field, I'm burning hits. So I've seen not... a lot of folk having big rants on, on Twitter about like Suchek being on the bench or Gundahan being on the bench, and just because they've had too many options for bench boost, but. I had DCL as my first sub this week and was celebrating when when he scored the goal at the end. So that's that's where I am. I've been pretty philosophical about it. I'm more annoyed that about the string of like can never seem to hit captains. I like 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 Petty and others. I also captained Antonio. I was surprised at how many people did. Um, and I thought, yeah, he might get taken off early. But I just thought it's one of these games where you know, obviously, if you you've got a captain at some point if you're going to get one of these sort of four game hauls. And it was between him and Bruno because Son. I was just never going to back unless we knew that Kane was back. Like in hindsight, I 100% captained Son. Um, and Fernandez, in the end, yeah, brilliant goal. But, you know, he doesn't score that goal and it's a different pitch. And it was only five points difference between Antonio and Fernandez in the end. So I'm not yeah. not really too bothered about that. I actually captained Son in both of my fan team games because I was, you know, they're much more likely to beat West Brom. Um, and I didn't think that was like an amazing standout captain. And I also thought Son will play like the full game i think he ended up getting taken off with a minute to go so obviously missed out on that that point as well but that that all worked out worked out all right yeah and i think, I think for me and this is probably going to be the fun over the next four or five weeks is i'm basically just going to kill my team in 29 so whatever our blank game week says my transfer strategy from now is to get as many 29 players playing to then wild card in game week 30 I think that is the only way I can see it. And in that way, it means I'm guaranteed to have triple Liverpool from game week 30 onwards. Yeah, that's definitely the strategy if you don't have... That seems to be the best strategy if you don't have bench boost. And I think it actually works out quite well because people... I think most of the teams that are part of the template at the moment actually have all right fixtures and potentially good 26 fixtures or it's not, it's not a massive stretch to bring in Son and Kane. You know, maybe you have to take a hit here and there. So... Yeah, again, I'm slightly worried about that, and particularly if you know they end up being a great week for triple captain because they're, they're bound to score more than. Yeah, at the at the moment, it's it's looking it's going to be twenty six from a triple captain realistically, and I'll just stack it to get them in. That is literally that is the challenge, and that is going to be the fun. Anyone get anything else for this week, or will we see how the FA Cup goes and regroup next week, and we can all plan which Leeds film. Sheffield United boys are going to be lining up for my team. Oh my God. That is that's a depressing roll call. Like 